live and here we go welcome back everybody to another episode of afro latinos and i'm gonna start over Man, that, was the, most, start that was the over. most boring intro i've ever done i had to sneeze again bro i'm so sick of my life i'm sick of your life too okay jenny that's enough oh shit <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> i hate you Hey, no, I'm sorry. That was me. Just I was just doing something real quick. I was just uh, Teddy Riley versus Babyface. I'm dead. All right, here we go for real this time. Uh-huh. A one, a two, a you know what to do. We just watched a movie last night, and he said that every time they went to start singing. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Afro Latinos. This is your co-host, Alvin. And Chandler, even though I'm lagging a little bit. Oh, you're lagging? I was about to say, like, where are you at? What's <laughs> it's like you forgot your name, or I don't know what's what's going on here. Uh, but welcome back, everybody. Uh, we want to start off the episode by saying Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, you know, Happy Hanukkah, all, all those holidays that are coming up throughout these these last couple of weeks and these next couple of weeks. By the time that you're seeing this, we're a couple of days before Christmas. So we just want to say happy holidays to everybody. We hope you're having a, a safe and a fun time during your holiday season. I know it doesn't look the same. It may not feel the same as years prior. You can't do all the traveling. You can't be with the people that you really love and want to be with. Um, but, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Try and have as much fun and as much uh, safeness as you can during this holiday season. I know that's not a word, uh, but we're going to jump right in, Cheney, with the first topic of the episode today. Uh, we are going to talk about some things Christmas related, um, but I wanted to talk about this first. Um, over quarantine, quarantine is really as bad as it's been. It has brought out the creativity in mostly everyone, and everyone is trying to do the new thing, and everyone's trying to revamp the world. And make it look like something new, you know, make it seem like it's something, um, you know, familiar in such an unfamiliar time. And so Timbaland and Swizz Beats created this series called Versus. So it's called Versus Battle. They were the first to go. You know, these are two legendary producers in, in the music industry. And um, so what it is, is like a challenge show or series i don't know even what how to really describe it but they they put two artists against each other um and they go through their music catalog so there's like two rounds and they have 10 songs in each um round and so you go through their entire catalog and they go and they alternate one one v one to see like who is better at who is the better artist basically whose catalog stacks up so you know we had swiss beats and timberland we had uh, French Montana and Tory Lanez, even though that doesn't interest me at all. Mm-hmm. T-Pain versus yeah. Lil John was huge. Uh, Teddy Riley versus Babyface, which broke the internet hmm. um, because their internet, it was just a hilarious. I didn't even watch it, but everything I heard about it was hilarious. Um, you had Erica Badu and Jill Scott, Nelly versus Ludacris, 112 versus Jagged Edge. Yeah. Oh, um, I did. Uh, the, the latest one was, uh, I remember. Alicia Keys. Yeah, Alicia Keys and uh, I remember there was one with Gucci Mane and somebody else, and I, I was talking. Yeah, they about had beef. They had they had beef, uh, and they they still was it Gucci Mane and um, Jeezy, in Jeezy. Jeezy. Yeah. 
So they had two beef. They had beef with each other for a long time, no, was, and then it was. Yeah, it was Jeezy, Jeezy and Gucci Mane. It was November nineteenth. Yeah, 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 Jeezy. Yeah. There's one happening today. It's E40 and Too Short. Um, I'm okay, but that was, Keisha that Cole and Ashanti is the next one, but that got postponed. What? The day that uh, the day they were supposed to go, that they're supposed to do it, Ashanti tested positive for COVID, so they had to they had to postpone that postpone that one. But yeah, they've had some crazy like they had Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle, Brandy versus Monica, Rick Ross versus Two Chains, uh, DMX versus Snoop Dogg, Fabulous versus Jadakiss, Alicia Keys versus John Legend, um, Kirk Franklin versus Fred Hammond. Uh, they they have gone from R and B to rap to hip hop to like old school R and B to gospel music. Like they've pretty much covered the spread for everyone. Oh yeah, Fred Ham- Fred Fred, Ham- Fred Hammond and, and Kirk Franklin, two the biggest gospel artists like ever. Um, but they they pretty much covered the spread with a lot of genres, and they've taken legends and artists that are considered greats in their field, uh, even though like. Obviously, some of these rappers are not, you know, like I don't, I don't care about Gucci Mane, I don't care about Jeezy, but that was pop for people that like them. Like it was a big thing, um, and so it got me wondering while I'm thinking of all of those those legendary matchups and these people that you know you wouldn't necessarily have seen go against each other or like been in the same realm. Like it got me to thinking, you know, who would I put in my versus battle if I could create a battle? for two legendary singers, performers, entertainers in my mind, who would that be? And so my question to you, Janie, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and start. Who would you put in your versus battle? What is the iconic music battle that you want to see? Lots of people have thrown out hypotheticals, like they want to see Usher versus Justin Timberlake or Usher versus Chris Brown or and all these, all these like, you know, hypotheticals that we're really never going to see. So what would you, what would you want to see? Who would you want to see perform against each other? I mean, hit I hit. think I would probably do. I, J. Cole versus Drake. Cause a lot, a lot of the times everybody wants to so like, Oh, Drake is you like, think that's the, you think that's the, that's the one. No, like Drake and J. Cole is. The... And I've heard people also say like, like I, I listen to both of them, and Drake is my favorite artist. Really? Um, I don't think I knew that. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I want to say like of all time, I think because he's not exactly just a rapper. Like cause we over, we also we talked about this before. He's not a rapper. He's like an artist because he like, does like switches and you know, but. I'm sorry. What was that? You Did I lag? You turned into a robot there for a second. <laughs> you weren't even lagging on my screen. What the heck? Um, he's an artist, and we talked about this before. How he, you know, like, he doesn't only just rap because it's freaking music always, right? But just to Jamaican to uh, <laughs> you know everything. Songs where he was doing Arabic and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So I, I don't want to say favorite artist because my favorite artist is the king of pop himself michael jackson uh but like he's like a close second so um but like drake is a is a close second to mj 
For your favorites, not like for my, for my favorites. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, wait a minute, you're gonna sit here and blaspheme? No, like, no, 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 no. Like <laughs> you can compare, like if you put Drake versus MJ in a versus battle, like you know Drake might be able to win. Like I'm like, well, Cheney, are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? What's wrong with you? No. Um. Uh. But I I like them both, and everybody says always says right. uh, you know J Cole this. Gotcha. And some people like gotcha. I don't like J Cole like Drake. But I, if if not that, I probably That's- put. Kendrick and J. Cole, because that's... Would, that's that's cool. what I was going to say. That's the one that, to me, is like, you Kendrick know, your two Earth. biggest powerhouses yeah. in rap right now, I would say, are Kendrick and J. Cole. J. Cole. And you're usually either one or the other. Like, I am on J. Cole's side. Like, even Dreamville, like, his whole record label, the Dreamville label, has some of the most fire art, like, Ari Lennox. J.I.D. J.I.D.'s fire. J.I.D., you got J. Cole. Um, uh, Ari Lennox is in Dreamville. She's a part of yes. that. Like, and you know how much I love Ari Lennox. So, like, it's, it, you know, that's enough for me. And then uh, TDE is Kendrick Lamar, right? Who Who's on TDE? Kendrick. Kendrick. That's Kendrick. Oh, Kendrick. And, and someone's. It does not matter. Uh, well, now I'm curious, though. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I like some Kendrick songs. And, like, I like some of his speech. Like, his uh, Damn. That was a good yeah. album. But SZA. Not, oh. SZA. SZA's TDE. Isaiah what, Rashad. SZA versus Ari? Yeah, don't do that. Ari will body her. Ari, but here, but here's like you're right because I'm thinking like J Cole versus Kendrick. Then you got to get the leading females. You got SZA and Ari, but Ari's a better singer, and I think she's a better write. I don't know if she writes her music, but she, I think she's a better writer. Or the songs that she sings are better written for her than SZA. I like SZA a lot. For me, Shea Butter Baby, which is Ari Lennox's um, last album, and SZA's. Um, control those are two no skip albums like you could listen like you you listen to the whole thing back to back you don't need to skip any songs um but i i, I like Ari Lennox a lot more i like what she does with her voice i like her abilities more but anyway that's just the point continue i don't remember what you were saying about what uh you were saying something about drake what well, you were saying that J. Cole and they're compared. would be the, yeah. Yeah, they, they're compared sometimes. Uh, that's kind of like one of those things that you said, like, you'll never see it. Mm-hmm. But they're compared sometimes when Drake does rap. and But it's like, they're a whole, it, they're still a different kind of rap. Because um, there goes more storytelling. Yeah. And then. Well, I don't know. They both are. They're both. I think that's what makes them both so great. J. Cole and Kendrick is because they are both fantastic. So that would be like a good like. Yeah. Yeah. But I enjoy J. Cole's stories more than like I've tried to listen to like Good Kid Mad City to Pimp a Butterfly. And he does like a lot of those skits in between. And the skits lose me. And I know they're part of the storytelling and they're important for the album as a whole. But you you lose me when they start doing all the skits. And I'm just like, I don't. I don't want to hear that. I don't. I want to hear music. You know who I think is kind of a, a good storytelling rapper? Um, Logic. He is. I like Logic. I don't know so much storytelling, so much as wordplay and like the way that, like I would put, um, I would do Logic and you know who I like, who I think is a little underrated. Who? I like Kyle. I actually like Kyle's music. He needs, he's like a little gimmicky, but I actually like Kyle. Um, I haven't heard him since like uh, I Spy, Hey Julie, and yeah. I Spy. Probably yeah. two songs I've heard from him. Yeah, 
but he he he's I like I like his style. I think that him and Logic would make. Oh uh, well, I don't know. I think Logic is a bit more cerebral in the way that he that he raps uses his brain. I know what that means. Oh, okay. I was just <laughs> your face is like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was thinking the same thing. You were just gonna say the same thing. Um, but yeah, so so for you, J. Cole and Drake is like your biggest like that's who you would put in. I'll probably versus. say I'll probably say J. Cole and Kendrick. I would agree with yeah, I if you're looking yeah. at rap music, I would probably say that. So yeah. I would agree with you there. So the question that I would think right now, or about I'm hearing, because you, you said your favorite artist. Now I know you are the biggest Michael Jackson fan ever, right? If if you had a versus with Michael Jackson in it, who is the one artist that you would want to see go hit for hit with Michael Jackson that you think hit for hit? Hit for hit, 20 songs, hit for hit could go the entire, you know, could survive and actually battle Michael Jackson. Who is that artist in your head? Um, actually, battle Michael Jackson. I would say because I can. I have a, a thought where most people would probably go. Not my favorite, but it's not my. I have a thought. Who they would say? They used to say it was also like kind of like a king of pop, or whatever the hell kind of music he made. I'm not. I didn't. I don't listen to him. Um. I wouldn't think it. I, I wouldn't say they could probably go hit for hit, but like whoever listened to him, I think they'd probably say it. I think Elvis Presley. A lot of people. There was a. Um, okay. There I don't was like a, Elvis at all. I, I, I don't I, like Elvis. Like, I, don't I do not like his music at all. I think he's, his voice is really annoying. <laughs> and we're probably going to get canceled for this, but that's okay. Um, I, I do not like Elvis, but go ahead. I don't I don't like Elvis at all. I only like one song by Elvis and it's uh Blue Christmas. Um but like there was a th- I saw something that was supposed to be a gag. Like obviously like they wrote their own songs and it was a Michael Jackson versus uh it was American no, it was Epic Rap Battles of History and they did like Elvis yeah, yeah, versus yeah. Michael Jackson. Um and a lot of people obviously love Elvis Presley and like it, it was in there it was involved with like he was a king of pop, and I'm the king of pop, and it was like the king of rock and roll, Elvis, king right? Of rock and roll. It was something, and they were like, yeah. each other. but I personally don't think that they would go. I, I, yeah, I don't think that Elvis could could withstand. I mean, I, I couldn't. And maybe this is maybe this is because I'm not an Elvis Presley fan, like whatsoever. I don't think I could go and tell you more than three Elvis songs. Like I know Jailhouse Rock. Yeah. I don't even know. Uh, the, uh, you probably would know it if you hear it. Um, uh, Jailhouse Rock. He's got the Blue Suede Shoes song. Uh, and then the Blue Christmas one. But that after Nobody. that, I, I, I'm probably tapping out. Here, here's what I'm surprised you said, Elvis. That was a complete shock to me because I think the one person that most people would say could go hit for hit, could survive a, a battle. And this is probably one of the most debated um, I would think in music is Michael Jackson and Prince. Now, I'm not a I'm not a huge Prince fan. Yeah. I do like a couple of his songs, 
But I think that's the debate. Like, that's the one that people are like, because for a lot of people growing up during that time, like, it was either you are an MJ fan or you're a Prince fan. Or you're a Prince fan. I think Prince is the one person. And I think if you look at his artistry, like, I appreciate for him for his musicianship. Like I, like I said, I'm not a big fan of his music because it's not, like, it was just past my time. I just didn't connect with it. But that man played every instrument under the sun and played them all. Like, he played the guitar. He played the piano. He, he just did everything. And I his artistry, it, well, that's true. But I don't know. I, I guess I grew up more listening to Michael Jackson than I did to Prince. But, mm-hmm. but like, his artistry shown way more for me than, than anything. So I think if you're going to look at musicianship, Prince probably wins. Um, but if you're looking at the artist as a whole, but they both like they what makes them both so like comparable is that they were both like a heartthrob. Every girl, every guy, like they wanted to be like them, right? They wanted to dance like Michael. They wanted to sing like Prince. They wanted to to be both of them. Um, they and they both had this mystique about them, like everyone wanted to like get to know more about because they were so strange. Each each of them had their own like weirdness and so i think that that makes them so comparable and their their artistry was a little bit different but but yeah so i think that would be the one for me that would would really be that would be interesting to see um i would like to see uh i'm a classic motown when i was in like middle school early high school i really liked to listen to a lot of motown um and one of my favorites even to this day is stevie wonder um i love stevie wonder's music i think i would like to see stevie wonder against <laughs> i just had such a, a crude thought I mean, we could have the battle of the blind musicians you have ray charles versus stevie wonder um I don't know which one. I love both of them, and they both were great. I don't really know who I'd pick. Maybe Stevie, just because I like his music a little bit more. It's more my style. Um, or like the Temptations. That might be interesting to see, like the Temptations versus like a a not modern but more modern R and B group, like like Boys to Men versus the Temptations. Like that would be an interesting matchup to me. Just like classic. Motown versus versus newer R&B. What? She thinks what? Ruby agrees with you. She's like, that would be good. With the boys to men versus uh, versus um, the Temptations. I think that would be interesting. I think because they're both like, you know, the boy group and it's like five. I think there's both groups have like four or five people in them. I just, I don't know. I just feel like that matchup is interesting and both had so many hits that like, that hit, you know what I mean? Like, like everybody knows my girl, like everybody knows Motown Philly or like I'll make love to you or, you know, that's that oh, stuff from boys to me. My girl is the temptations. Oh. You didn't know that? <laughs> the temptations. You got that. You've got like Papa was a rolling stone. Um, okay. one. Some other songs. That... I, I, it's kind of like, like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. Yeah, that'd probably be one on there. There's somebody's, somebody's, not my verses, but some, somebody would like to see that. Somebody back in the, Ruby's mom and, and my mom. What? Uh, <laughs> in sync or back, I think my mom was backstreet. Uh, she might have been in sync. I don't know. But you know them. You know them. them <laughs> 90s. Uh, 
if I about... go ahead. I was just gonna say if I go kind of like newer, I would see like low TJ versus uh, a boogie. See, I don't listen to either one of them. I like I like a couple songs by A Boogie. I don't know any of Lil TJ's songs, um, but I know how you and Nate feel about I'm saying Lil TJ, Nate. So. I'm singing tonight. <laughs> I know how both of you feel about him, but I just I've never gone out of my way to listen to either one of them really. I don't um, know. You listen to the R and B mainly, so I, yeah, I don't yeah. think to do. <laughs> I, I would like to see. Oh my god, I would like to see Ari Lennox. Versus, yeah, you can't do that. Beyonce's untouchable. Oh, okay. He's just not. not, I, he's not. I couldn't think of anybody against Michael Jackson. Then he said Prince. I'm like, well, somebody said Beyonce and who did they say? I, this has been a discussion. I, a lot of people want to try and put Rihanna versus Beyonce. No, that's no. But they, but you, you can't. Um, you'd probably have to go like a Whitney Houston. Um. Versus a Beyonce. That's how big she is. You have to put it in the Houston. Yeah, you, you, you. If you're gonna go against the star that is Beyonce and everything that she can do, you, you're gonna yeah, have to go with with someone who, in their time, was even bigger. And, and so you probably have to go Whitney Houston. Ooh, is Whitney versus uh, Aretha? Is that like a good comparison or a good versus? It way? would be interesting. It would definitely be interesting. Um, you have the queen of, she was called the queen of something, Aretha Franklin. She was incredible. She was incredible. Um, what about Tina Turner? Who's that? Hmm? Who's Tina Turner? Proud Mary. Uh, who is that? wheels keep on turning. Proud Mary keep on burning. I don't know what that is. Ooh, 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 ooh. I don't know what that is. You don't know that song? You don't know that song? Mm. You remember at the beginning of um Midsummer? The Queen of Soul. That's what it is. Queen of but Soul. No, yeah. you, you remember Midsummer? Did you watch it at the high school? No, you didn't go see it. You don't know Proud Mary? Nope. Wow. Play right now. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, right. That's a that's a strike. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think like current artists. You know who I would like to see? Mariah Carey. Hmm? It's like Kelani and Janae Aiko. Kelani would probably win that one. They're so similar. Yeah, they like... But Kelani has more more of a range. Janae Aiko, her her music is like... If you played all of Janae Aiko's songs back to back, except for like her features on like Post to be like... Her music, you played all her albums back to back, it would all sound like the like one song. <laughs> it's just a super long song. There's never any there's never any uh differentiation between like That is a good one. She, she uh, cause we cause we said um uh what were the, the girls that we said earlier? It was Ari? It was SZA and Oh, SZA and Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox, yeah. So she said LMA and SZA. Yeah, you could go LMA SZA. I would probably put LMA against uh, Snow Allegra. Do you know who that is? Oh, well, we talked about it, yeah. No. Well, maybe. 
but you know what my problem i like so i like lma i like her a lot like her her album her debut album was great i listened to the whole thing a lot i actually went to see her in concert she was at bloomsburg for their spring concert two years ago and shaylin and i went to <clears throat> went to see it um you know what i hate about the album what she talks too much she like did this thing on her album where she like spelled out her name at the end at the end of some of her songs she'd be like and that's how I didn't know she was British until I heard her. She said, E. I don't even know what she'd be saying. Hold on, let me look it up. Let me look. At the end of, uh, let's see. Did she do it at the end of Boot Up? I just looked at him. I don't know. Ooh. That would be hard. And so is Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish against who? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's and she was like, and she also said, who do you think would go? Or Her, her catalog's not huge. Who we would put versus Ariana Grande? I was thinking that. I have a couple answers. I was actually going to say that Ariana Grande against Mariah Carey because they do a lot of similar things. The whistle tones, but you know who I think would give her, if you're going to take a contemporary artist, a right now artist who could go, maybe not hit for hit, but who could go vocal for vocal is Tori Kelly. I love Tori Kelly. I have loved her for a long time. When she got married to that German basketball player, she broke my heart. She doesn't know it, um, but she broke my heart. Um, But her voice is so effortless, it's disgusting. So I think vocally you would probably go those two because there's no one really that sings like Tori Kelly sings, like what she does. She's crazy. Um, about Billy, like nobody. Billy's just like. Um, but if you actually like look at her songs and actually sing them, like they're hard. Well, yeah. It is really good, and I like. I don't know who you would. I don't think that as of. I mean, you can't put her against like anybody. For a couple reasons, for a couple reasons, because one, her music is so different than a lot of other people's, so it's hard to compare. Because she can sing, but she doesn't like her music is kind of strange. But also, she doesn't have an extensive catalog of music. Like, she's been only on the scene for, like, a year and a half, maybe two years. So she doesn't have a ton of music for you to compare someone else to. Um, you'd have to go with a new artist like her. But I don't know of any that would fit in that category. Like, Because she's, like, pop-ish music. So I don't know Zavaya. any new pop singers. Zavaya, she had a career on the, the floor. It was, like, a singing show. You know what it is? No, I don't know who that is. I have no idea who that is. I have two more, I'm thinking. Um, this is talking about women. We're talking about female rappers. I don't think this this could be a comparison so. in a way, but like... Uh, like, good, like you, you can't put Lauren Hill in here unless you like add her up like somebody. But well, um, the, biggest, the biggest one... Is- Lauren Hill's biggest comparison, because everyone knows that she's the queen of rap. Like everyone, most people say that she is the biggest MC. A lot of people try to say Nicki Minaj versus. Um, I was gonna Hill. You're you're cutting out again. What? Say I was gonna say like Lil Kim versus like Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Lil Kim versus um, Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I think MC you'd probably be right, but like that's that's usually the biggest. You're lagging like crazy, bro. <laughs> Hold on. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't talking, but I did see the light. Oh. 
You back? Am I? Yeah, you're back. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh anyway, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Did you have another one? You said two. You said Lil Kim versus um like Nicki Minaj maybe or was there another one that you were thinking of? Oh, you're lagging like crazy. Missy Elliott and, Every other one. Oh. Uh, this was great. <laughs> I had a lot of fun. Did you say Missy Elliott and who? And who? Queen Latifah. I... Queen Latifah is a rapper. She She's great. But I don't think you could compare it to, to um, Missy Elliott. I just think their flow is the same. Well, to, to Maybe. We should have Ruby join the show. She over there talking to me. Right? <laughs> no. I'm sorry. No, I don't, I don't care. It's nice to hear the another voice. Um, did we cover them all? Well, other than uh, other than the Missy Elliott one, I was I was just I was gonna say another one, but I don't know. There's so many. Uh, I want to put the weekend against somebody, but. Like who can he yeah, go put against? the weekend against Khalid or Khalid, whatever his name is. That that could be a good versus. Well, I don't like the weekend, and I think you know that already. Um, so I don't care who. Like I don't. Maybe um, Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar versus like a. Do you know Leon Bridges? Are you familiar with him? He's he's pretty popular, not super super popular, not super mainstream, but he's really good. He's got like an old, he's like an old timey feel to to a lot. Oh, his like his first album, yeah, this song called "Smooth Sailing" that I really like. I think that might be an interesting comparison. But that's the thing about music is that there's so many artists over time, and there's just so many potential combinations and different ways that you can throw people together, and it really depends on what you're comparing them. Like, are you comparing, like, if you want to talk music as the as an artist, then you got to include, like, the singing. Are they a performer? Are they a dancer? What can they do as an artist, as the totality? You know, that's where they get into, like, you know, you could do, like, Pharrell and Timbaland from, like, production standpoint. <clears throat> um, you, you talk about so many different aspects of music. So there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into that. You know what I mean? I was being quiet. Just I didn't know if I was lagging. You not, were. So. You were. So <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say anything. I was just waiting. To say, I couldn't tell if you were back or you were just sitting there waiting. <laughs> All right. Uh, you ready to move on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move on to the next topic. Uh, because it is Christmas time, uh, or just about Christmas time, we wanted to uh, – <laughs> Well, yeah, it's you know after Thanksgiving, you know it's it's Christmas, but this is the week where we're in the week of Christmas. You know what I'm saying? So now we want to talk about Christmas because we're getting close. Um, so we decided we wanted to talk about uh, our favorite. We'll do top three, Cheney. Our top three Christmas songs of all time. Since we started talking about music, we'll just continue talking about music. We'll start with Christmas songs. So, what are your top three Christmas songs of all time? Okay. 
number one, you know I got to go with the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. That's got to. Roasting on an open fire. Favorite song ever, bro. I, I might be my favorite song ever. I ain't even gonna hold you. It is. It's mine. So definitely. Um, second one would be. Hmm. I'll probably put "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas" by Frank Sinatra. I'll probably say that number two because I really like that one too. <laughs> and I don't know why. As much as I like uh, Christmas by Mike, Michael Bublé or uh, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams. But I really, really like Christmas Time is Here from uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. I really like that song. I don't know why. Christmas Time is Here. And the stupid little kids' voices. Oh, my God. I hate that song. <laughs> I just – I like <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. Oh, God. You couldn't have picked the worst song for me, honest to God. <laughs> Every time I hear I just feel uncomfortable when I hear that song. The little kids' voices singing. It's like, bro, all right, that's enough. You're done. <laughs> I'll do an honorable mention, maybe. Yeah, maybe. go ahead. Uh, throw it in there. Uh, I'll, I'd probably, because of. Jackson 5, I would put I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus up there. Oh, I saw Mommy Kissing that's, that's the best rendition of that song I've ever heard. Kissing, kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, bro. That's, that's crazy because literally my number one of all time, the Christmas song, that's easy. I mean, that's the, Nat King Cole is one of my favorite artists to ever grace this earth. Um, his voice is perfection. Um, so he's, he's number one on my list. Number two, I would say I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. That's my jam. Uh, the, the specifically the Jackson five version is just fantastic. Um, and then number three, I like, um, it's kind of annoying. Um, but, but I like the, um, Carol of the Bells. I like that song. I don't know why, but I like that song. Um, so I would probably say th- maybe that one is my number three. I'm not too sure. The two songs I would always play on repeat are those two. Boys oh, yeah. to Men have a really good uh, song called Let It Snow that I really like. Um, oh, no. Number, well, actually, I'm not even going to hold you. Justin like Bieber has two. Mistletoe and Fa La La. Um, follow along with Boys to Men. Oh, that, that, was good. that song is tough. That was um, good. Ar- matter of fact, Ariana Grande, who's top three of my favorite singers, um, Ariana Grande has a song, a version of Last Christmas that's great. Um, actually, her whole Christmas album, she put out a Christmas mixtape a couple years ago. Fantastic. It's a great album. Uh, it's called Christmas and Chill, I think. Um, oh. So he, I just remembered this song, and it's one of my favorites for sure. Um, what Christmas means to me by Stevie Wonder. It's a beat. It's fun. Candles burning low. Lots of mistletoe. That's my jam. So that's probably my top three. That's probably my top three. Interesting. So since we're talking about Christmas music, everybody has their favorites. You know, easy peasy to come up with their favorites. So what about 
your least favorites. What are your least favorite Christmas songs? Give me your top three, or your, I'm sorry, your bottom three, your least favorite Christmas songs of all time. The least oh, I got some. Oh, I got some. I've gotten, I've grown quite fond of uh, rocking around the Christmas tree. At first, it was kind of like annoying. So I think I'll put that down there because it's like, it's still, it's not my favorite. It's not like anywhere top there. So I'll probably put that down there. It's the worst. I hate it. I, <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, let's see. Let's, oh, I'm kind of sick of Last Christmas by Wham. Kind oh, of yeah. sick of it. Not gonna hold you. I don't. I wouldn't put it as one of my least favorites. It's like the worst Christmas songs ever because there's definitely worse. But I'm it's also sick. I'm with you. I'm with you. But my like my most disliked is that's probably one up there. It's definitely up there. Now, it, I can it, understand that. I can everywhere. feel that. It everywhere. is everywhere. It's like number four on a lot of people's list of. You best put it on the radio. Songs. It's playing. You go to Wise. It's playing. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of it. And. Uh, don't do uh, it. Don't I'm do it. To don't do it. Don't I'm do it. Don't. I, why did I know you were going to do this? Don't do it. So Just don't. Just don't I do it. Cannot stand it. Mariah Carey. Shut up. <laughs> I I cannot with that song. At anymore. the bot at the bottom. I mean, I'll your put, least I'll, favorite. I'll put, it up, I'll put it up there in the bottom list. I just. Oh. I, I cannot. I will give you that it's overplayed. Way and overplayed. Some songs are like, like that would be the first song that you think of when uh, Christmas. Because it's like, it's been it like. It is. Christmas, that song, like Christmas starts cool. and that song is everywhere. The Christmas song could play a million times and I would be completely okay with it. But that song, I'm done with. I knew you were. If, you, if you talk I, about I just could Justin tell. Bieber and Mariah Carey, I'm going to say, okay. But it's still there. Dang, I knew. You, I don't know what. I don't know why I knew you were gonna say that. But you started talking. I was like, ah, he's gonna say it. He's gonna do it. And I, I, I cannot agree with you. I agree that it's overplayed, but I would never put it in my at my bottom. No, number one, the worst song, Christmas song ever. Worst as in I hate. I just hate listening to it. Uh, Rocking around the Christmas tree. Just, just. That and I'm gonna put Jingle Bell Rock right there with it. Those two, I'm gonna count those as the same song because I hate them both and they just go away for me. I don't, I don't want everyone to hear them again. I'm good. Uh, number two uh, of my worst uh, Christmas songs in the history of Christmas songs, I despise, I loathe the song "Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer." Oh my God! I if I hear it, I don't want to. You never heard it? No. Don't do yourself a favor. <laughs> that is so popular around Christmas time. It, it it is the most country bumpkin song I've ever heard in my life. I can't stand it. I just can't. And last but not least, the worst Christmas song to ever exist is only the worst because it is an instant make you cry, make you want to die song, and it shouldn't be sung at Christmas. Cheney, there's a song. I'm going to read you the lyrics. The song is called Christmas Shoes. And it is the worst Christmas song to ever exist. Have you heard of this song before? Christmas Shoes? Christmas Shoes. No, I have not. All right. Listen to these lyrics. 
It was almost Christmas time. There I stood in another line, trying to buy that last gift or two, not really in the Christmas mood. Standing right in front of me was a little boy waiting anxiously, pacing around like little boys do. And in his hands, he held a pair of shoes. His clothes were worn and old. He was dirty from head to toe. And when it came his time to pay, I couldn't believe what I heard him say. Now, here the, here's the chorus, Cheney. Sir, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. <clears throat> it's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while, and I know these shoes would make her smile, and I want her to look beautiful when mama meets Jesus tonight. This song, are you listening to it? It is the most depressing song, and I don't know why someone decided, that, and there's a movie, it's and not- they sing it in the movie. This guy's talking, this little boy is buying a pair of shoes so his mom can wear them as she's dying in a hospital bed. That, that is, is awful. That is not That's not Christmas. No. It's so depressing, and I hate it. I hate it, and I, I, think, it's dis- I think it's disrespectful that somebody wrote that song. It's just like every time I hear it, it's like, I want to buy these shoes. Like, <laughs> just, like I, I just listened to it, and I want, I'm going to upgrade that one too. <laughs> It's up there. It's so. It's why did someone write like it's so? It it it. It's not the Christmas spirit, man. It just takes me right out every time I hear. And they used to when I first hear it at church, maybe somebody sang it. I don't know, but I remember watching the movie, and I'm talking about boo hooing. I mean, boo hooing, flowing, bro. It it was. so bad oh my god so that is the worst christmas song ever like i get it right like i get this like it's supposed to be this like sweet like oh his isn't that so cute he's buying shoes for his diet nah i don't want i don't want that's not what i want to think about when i think about when i think about uh christmas i'm not don't want to think about nobody dying (laughs) so (sighs) now i'm sad now i need to go like i'm good (laughs) All right, moving on. Uh, let's do um, favorite Christmas movie. We'll stay in the Christmas vein. Uh, what is your favorite Christmas movie? I'll give you mine real quick. Uh, my favorite Christmas movie, and it's simply because I, I don't watch a lot of movies. I'll give you two, and they're both kind of similar uh, in that they're the same type of movie. One, um, it's not my favorite, but I watch it every year. It's a family tradition. We have to watch it every year. My dad says it's not Christmas if we don't watch it. It's called uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Um, it's like a movie from the 70s. He watched it when he was a kid. I've literally watched it at every Christmas for the last 24 years of my life. Um, well, 23, 24 is coming up next in two weeks. But um, so that's up there just because, you know, it's tradition. Um, yeah. But my favorite Christmas movie is um, A Christmas Carol, the Muppets version, because I love the Muppets. The Muppets are like, my childhood uh, anything the muppets are in i'm 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 loving so, me. yeah all right go ahead your favorite christmas movie my favorite christmas movie it seems pretty typical and i'm okay with that because the grinch is my favorite christmas movie and you know it, it's like a movie that comes up every year mm. and uh you know it, it's like i'll never get tired of it i just it's just my favorite movie um I don't Where have any honorable mentions because I, I like like 
the Santa Claus uh, trilogy, and then like I like, like the Tim the, Allen Santa Claus one. Yeah, I like that. And then like I just saw uh, a, a movie that came out in 2018, and then like the sequel came out today. Well, not today. It came out this year. Um, Christmas Chronicles on Netflix, and I liked it. the first one was really good. I did you watch? Netflix. Did you watch Jingle Jangle yet? No. I've heard really great things. It's a new movie, uh, Netflix original. The guy actually, the creator, the writer of the movie actually started writing the movie in the early 90s and is like just now getting produced. Like he finally was able to get it. Um, but it's a Christmas, it's a musical. Um, it's I on saw Netflix. it. I, I was going to click on it. it looked- <laughs> I keep trying to watch it. And everyone literally, and it's it's like an all black cast, I think. So it's I all saw POC. Um, so I'm really excited to watch it, but Shaylin does not want to watch it because Shaylin doesn't like watching movies. So I just haven't watched it yet. So, um, yeah. Where does um? She'll just fall asleep and just like not pay attention to be on her phone. Yeah. Like, okay, you do that. I'm gonna watch my movie. I, just... I, I want to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I just haven't had time to do it yet. Where does uh? This is a lot of people's like favorite. Movies. I'm sorry, but she. I don't. I don't hey. care. I don't care to watch. Like she doesn't like watching TV or movies. So. She doesn't like watching things in general. But she just on her phone, just stuck. Well, yeah. It, yeah, but it's, it's most times. But so am I. So, <laughs> but I guess it's different. Everyone has their whatever. Um, where does um, where does Elf, where does Elf rank on your list of Christmas movies? Is it uh, in your top or bottom of of Christmas movies? Because like a lot of people love that movie. I think it's overplayed, much like All I Want for Christmas is You. I mean, it's just on all the time. I like the movie a lot, and I remember the first time watching it, I loved it. But where does it rank? Top or bottom for you? Top. But top 10, maybe? I don't know if I put it top five. Maybe top five, but I'll definitely put top 10. And it's probably the only movie that I like by Will Ferrell. Oh, you don't like Will Ferrell? I don't think he's funny. I don't think he's funny at all, so... This is the one movie that I thought was. Did you watch? Did you watch Get Hard with Kevin Hart? Him Kevin and Hart. Kevin Hart? Um, I, oh I, my god! I think I tried. I like I watched a little bit, but I never finished it. And I'm like, okay, not watching it. That movie was so funny. We, Kevin Hart. We watched. We watched that movie um, when my dad, after his surgery, like when I was whatever, whenever his heart attack and all that stuff, when I was uh, just finished my freshman year of college um we it had just come out that movie and so my dad was at the hospital in cardiac rehab so he hadn't come home yet so we went up to the Poconos and we did (laughs) some of my favorite memories we went to the hospital as he's laying in rehab like he hasn't been home whatever all that stuff and we watched we took that movie and watched it my dad laughed we all laughed so hard in the middle of the hospital but my dad laughed so hard. And it was funny because he had just had his heart attack, his quadruple, like his heart surgery, all that stuff. So he, we didn't know like what he was like, but his laugh changed after the surgeries and stuff. So like his laugh was so, it, and it was so bad. So we were like, we probably shouldn't be making him laugh like this. But we <laughs> were like, I was like running down the hallway in laughter and tears crying. It was so funny. Um, and it was just stupid stuff. But we were mostly laughing at his laugh because it has so much different than what we were used to it was great it was hilarious so i love that movie and i'll never forget did you you didn't like like kicking and screaming or like um that's early will smith and he was the soccer coach 
I didn't see Step Brothers for a long time, and then I finally. Were you watching it, right? She was watching it, and then like. I don't think I, I've seen the whole thing. No, I I didn't see the whole thing. I only saw like the part. It was like probably past halfway, and there's some parts I like, but it's not my favorite either. Lefro's not my favorite person actor. Whatever. I like him. I think he's kind of funny, but he's he's like the male Amy Schumer. I don't like Amy Schumer at all. I don't think I don't. I also don't. <laughs> it's not that I don't like Melissa McCarthy. It's just that I don't like Melissa McCarthy. I think uh, she's okay. She's what's her name? Uh, the blonde from Pitch Perfect. Bad Amy. I think she's a lot funnier than both of them. Rebel Wilson. Yeah, she's a lot funnier than both of them. So I would probably take Melissa McCarthy over Rebel Wilson, but mm-hmm. huh? I, I I don't have a problem with Melissa McCarthy's movies. I think they're good. Yeah, it's I don't think she's favorite. like hilarious, but I think like you can chuckle a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Um. Hmm. All right. Good talk. All right. Now we're gonna go to. Uh, we're gonna move on to a new seg or not a new segment, a segment that we haven't done in a while. So it's kind of it may feel new. Um, we're gonna go uh, move on to a culture corner. And our cultural corner for today is about a holiday that is uh, special to us as, as Latinos, as, uh, but not so much for me because we didn't celebrate it a lot. But in Hispanic culture, this is a very important holiday, just as big as Christmas. Um, it's called La Noche Buena, which is the night before Christmas. So for a lot of um, American families, a lot of some, some American families do open presents and things the night before Christmas, but the real celebration happens on Christmas. And in a lot of Hispanic families, um, Noche Buena, or the night before Christmas, is the most important part of the holiday. Um, and so, Cheney and I are going to read you, um, it's, this is a blog called Noche Buena Traditions from Vista Higher Learning. And we're going to teach you, or not teach you, but we're going to read you about um, some traditions around the world and, and how I forgot people... I school today. Yeah, right. And how people celebrate uh, <laughs> La Noche Buena. So... In many Latin American countries, a huge feast takes place. Depending on where you are, the type of food eaten will differ. In some Caribbean countries, the night's feast revolves around lechon asado, or roast pork. This is often cooked in a caja china box, with the entire pig roasting over hot coals. The food is served with rice and beans, vegetables, salad, and other delicious side dishes. In Mexico, tamales, atole, or bacalao, which is codfish, is typically eaten with buñuelos, or small donuts for dessert. In Spain, you may find people feasting on seafood and soup with turrón for dessert, which is a type of cake made of honey, sugar, egg whites, and roasted almonds or nuts. For some, it does sound kind of good. For some, the meal is accompanied by coquito, an alcoholic drink similar to eggnog made with condensed and coconut milk and white rum. It's the best drink right there. It's fantastic. I would agree. Uh, Among the festivities, the idea is not lost that Noche Buena exists to celebrate the night of Jesus Jesus Christ's birth. In some countries, uh, Las Posadas begins nine days prior to Noche Buena. This is also known as the nine nights of prayer, culminating on Christmas Eve. Some people even 
reenact the night that Mary and Joseph were seeking shelter for Mary to give birth. I've actually uh, seen a couple of that stuff, yeah. people doing it. Um, two people were dressed up like Joseph and Mary, while others designate their house as the posada or inn. A procession of people walk door to door holding candles and singing carols called Viancy. Bian- I don't even know how to say that. Biancicos. There you go. Biancicos. <laughs> Finally, when they've reached the inn, people enter to pray around the nativity scene. Mm-hmm. This repeats for eight additional nights. In certain South American countries, a similar tradition of praying for nine nights is called La Novena de Aguinaldo. Yeah. After dinner on Noche Buena, people will go to a Misa de Gallo or Midnight Mass at their church. It's called Misa de Gallo because some believe that a rooster or a gallo crowed the night that Jesus was born. There at the church and in homes, people may see poinsettias, the beautiful red flower that has come to symbolize the winter holiday. In addition, people will also put out nativity scenes to represent the religious event. Some may even cover up the statue of the baby Jesus until Christmas morning so as not to spoil the surprise. <laughs> and on Noche Buena, there will be a lot of food and conversation, maybe even a game of dominoes in hey. Caribbean countries like Cuba, Puerto Rico, like we say, <laughs> and Dominican Republic. Most importantly, Noche Buena means spending time with friends and family during the holiday season. As years go on, the tradition is continuously passed down to the next generations. Since the, since the Latino culture is historically known for maintaining tradition, the celebration of Noche Buena seems to be one that will last forever. And there it is, our culture corner for this episode, talking about the traditions of Noche Buena the night before Christmas. <clears throat> and to end this lovely episode, Cheney, today we are going to play a game of You Think You Know Christmas. Uh, Cheney, you have said on this podcast before, you've made it very abundantly clear that to you, uh, Christmas is the ultimate holiday. It is your favorite thing in the world. You love Christmas more than anything. And so we're going to put that to the test and see how you do in this game of You Think You Know Christmas. These questions, Cheney, are going to be related to Christmas movies, Christmas songs, Christmas, 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 Christmas. Nice, dude. Christmas, some of them will be Christmas, multiple Christmas. choice. <laughs> some of them will be multiple choice. Some of them will not. I will let you know before that Pleasure. works. So if this is your first time ever seeing You Think You Know, ladies and gentlemen of the audience, um, here's how this works. I'm going to ask Cheney 15 questions, um, and he is going to have to answer them. These are all, again, related to Christmas. Um, he, will only have, he will have 30 seconds to answer these questions, each question, um, and I will only take his first answer. So whatever answer he gives me, is the one that I'll take. He has the full 30 seconds if he needs it, if he wants it, um, but he can certainly answer before that. And we're just going to see how much Cheney thinks he knows about Christmas. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, let me get my timer ready. And here we go. What was the name? This is a multiple choice question. Question number one. What was the name of Scrooge's dead business partner? James Wilcott, John Mantis, Jacob Marley or Jimmy Booth? Uh, my gut's telling me Jimmy Booth. Your gut is way wrong. Damn. 
It was Jacob Marley. It wasn't. Jacob Marley. That's huge, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I I saw that when I was like younger, but I haven't seen it in years, so I don't remember anything from it. I I get it. I get. That's unfortunate. This is going to be another McDonald's episode. That is a bad start, but that's okay. You can get better. Uh, this is uh, all. Question number two is also multiple choice. <clears throat> Which movie appears on TV more times than any other holiday movie? Is it A Christmas Story, Miracle on 34th Street, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, or It's a Wonderful Life? Can you read them again? Uh, yeah. Uh, a Christmas Story. Miracle on 34th Street, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, or It's a Wonderful Life? I'm going to say Christmas Story. Uh, And I'm going to say you're wrong. Um, It is not a Christmas story. I don't actually think I've ever seen that. That one's the one that you'll shoot your eye out, kid, right? No. That's the kid, yeah. That's... Christmas stories that like kid uh, that everybody talks the, the movie everybody talks about that I have no idea about. That's the one with the lamp, the leg lamp. No idea. Okay. Well, anyway, it's a, it's a wonderful life is the correct answer to that question. I knew it. Appears on TV more times than any other yeah. holiday movie. Crazy because you think you know it's Cheney. So if I don't know it, <laughs> if I don't know it, that sucks. <laughs> All right, question number three. Who was the first president to decorate the White House Christmas tree? Was it Andrew Johnson, Ulysses S. Grant, Harry S. Truman, or Franklin Pierce? They all sound like very boring presidents and they won't decorate. (laughs) But I'm going to say, read that again. Andrew Johnson, Ulysses S. Grant, Harry Truman, or Franklin Pierce? Ten seconds. I'll go with Johnson. Andrew Johnson. Pat. It seems like a very decorative Johnson, you know. We are decorative people, which is why I have made the answer that you just said read on my document, because you're wrong. <laughs> President President Franklin Pierce was the first to decorate the White House Christmas tree. Yo, study your president. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number four. This is another multiple choice question. You're doing great, by the way. The wor- <laughs> the world's tallest cut Christmas tree was erected and decorated at the Northgate Shopping Center in what U.S. city? (laughs) New York, New York, Seattle, Washington, Austin, Texas, or Los Angeles, California? Let me read it again. Don't answer. Don't answer. Let me read it again. The world's (laughs) tallest cut Christmas tree (laughs) was erected and decorated at the Northgate Shopping Center in what U.S. city? (laughs) Is it New York, New York, Seattle, Washington, Austin, Texas, or Los Angeles, California? I'll say Seattle. <laughs> She's like, wait. I'm reading it again. I'm like, yeah, I just had to make sure you weren't going to say, I knew you wanted to say New York with all of your heart. And I just wanted to make sure you were going to get one answer right, at least. At least I'm reading it again. I mean, hold on. 
I totally, totally broke the rules. But it's our show, and I can do what I want. So <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. <laughs> Just listen to it again. So your answer, your answer, your answer was Seattle, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. That was I was so set on New York. I was like, right or wrong? Gotta be New York. Oh, that's so funny. I was just like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Question number five. What was the first, this is multiple choice again. What was the first beverage company to use Santa Claus in the winter promotion? Was it Minute Maid, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or Kool-Aid? The first to use Santa Claus in a winter promotion. Coca-Cola. Sure. Final answer. I mean, I have to take it because you, you know yeah. we take your first answer. But uh, final answer. We've done that before. I know. I'm just saying, and you know, I'm not going to take a different answer anyway. Uh, but that is correct. It is Coca-Cola. Congratulations. And I, I kind of it was like either Pepsi or Coca-Cola, but Pepsi. I remember you used like oh no, that was Coca-Cola. Pol- oh wait, Coca-Cola was the polar bear. So I guess it's still pretty. I thought Pepsi was a polar bear, but I'm pretty sure it's Coca-Cola, too. It was Coke, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, question number six. This is not a multiple-choice question, and it's kind of a strange question, but I think you'll be able to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Question number six. What is the name of the spy who hides around the house reporting back to Santa who has been naughty and nice? I'm sure you do. What is the name of the spy who hides around your house reporting back to Santa who has been naughty and nice? This is the a big show. That is correct. I, I was going to try and explain to you where it comes from. I didn't think you would get it. I, I, I I, it's not that I didn't have faith in you, but I didn't have faith in you. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Question number seven. This is not a multiple choice question. What Christmas-themed ballet premiered in St. Petersburg, Russia in 1892? You getting help from the peanut gallery over there? No, no, no. <laughs> no she's like, I was like, <laughs> can you ask that again? What Christmas-themed ballet premiered in St. Petersburg, Russia in 1892? Oh, oh the Nutcracker. Uh, there you go. The Nutcracker yeah. is correct. I was going to say, I'm going to let Ruby tell you what the right answer is once you get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good job, Cheney. You're you're back to positive. You got the last four right after starting off 0 for 3. You are now 4 for 7. So, uh, question number 8. Dear God. Question number 8. This is multiple choice. How many reindeer are featured in the poem Twas the Night Before Christmas? Is it 6, 7, 8, or 9? How many reindeer are featured in the poem Twas the Night Before Christmas? Bro, you know what's funny? Um, we, were, we went to the lights like twice, and there's a song with them, and uh, I can't figure out the order or what the names of them are every time. So, uh, you know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, but do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Yeah. That's um, your time. Seven. Uh, 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh my god, it's fifty four. <laughs> <laughs> So your answer of seven. It's nine. Stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Nine. Your answer of nine. Whatever no, you said. Hey, would you consider Rudolph? I don't know. I don't know. So eight or nine. That's not how the game works, Jeannie. Because now you've said every number. You said every number except for six. So because you had to take your first answer of seven, that what? is wrong. It was a joke. And your second answer of nine was also wrong, so it doesn't matter. The correct answer was eight. <laughs> in, I asked you. I asked you to say, do you consider Rudolph or not? Here's the answer. In the poem "Twas the Night Before Christmas," Rudolph did not exist. Oh. So the answer is eight. Okay. But if you sing this Rudolph song, there are it's nine, Rudolph including song. Rudolph. He's not even so, part of the reindeer. Correct. That he's not. He's not a part of the original reindeer in the story. Okay. I should have known that. It's all right, man. It happens. Fine. Uh, question number eight. Uh, I'm sorry. Wow. Question number nine. This is not multiple choice. According to the folklore of Austria and other countries, what horned figure punishes naughty children at Christmas time? Is it Krumpus? If you pronounce it right, yes. But I'm going to give it to you. Oh, I I, I used to say Krampus. And then that's, that's, Krampus. isn't that right? By the... I got corrected by the some white folks and said it was Krampus. Krampus, <laughs> I have no idea. I think it's Krampus. That's how I've always said it. Let's see. One of them, but did the same thing. So no, I'm curious. I mean, I think pretty sure I'm pretty sure Steve told me that it was Krampus because we did a folklore thing in social studies. So hmm. Oh, that sounded wrong. Krampus. Yeah, I don't think that's it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You got it right. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Question number 10. Multiple choice question. What well-known Christmas carol became the first song ever broadcast from space in 1965? Was it Jingle Bells, Joy to the World, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, or Deck the Halls? Oh, my God. They're all so, like... The first song ever broadcast from space in 1965. Think, think about this. I mean, what else is he going to do? Read the answer. To... <laughs> George, uh, I'm sorry. Jingle Bells, Joy to the World, We Wish You a Merry Christmas, and Deck the Halls. I'm going to say, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. We Wish You a Merry Christmas. We Wish You a Merry Christmas. And Cheney is wrong. I... <laughs> oh, you're... Yo, you're such a mess, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> uh, the, No, it is not. The correct answer is Jingle Bells. Of course. I was going to say that, but I was like, it's probably wrong. So you pulled an album? I did. I pulled you just album didn't say it out loud. <laughs> I just didn't say it out loud. I was like, I mean, Jingle Bells is like literally the jingle, like every, whatever. Next. <laughs> Question number 11. This is not a multiple choice question. And uh, you better get it right. What holiday movie sequel includes a cameo by now President Donald Trump? Uh, is uh, um, Remember that it's the sequel. Sequel. 
it's uh uh Home Alone. Home Alone too. I home. literally in my head I said Haunted House, Left Alone. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Do you know how old Kevin McAllister was in that movie? Kev- Kevin uh, McAllister was the name Kevin of the McAllister. character. Michaela Culkin is the. The I was actor, like, but... I was like, oh yeah, that's <laughs> You know how old he was? No, he was eight. They he left this eight-year-old at home when they went. They went. I like, how are you gonna leave your eight? Like, at what point do you not realize that your eight-year-old is left behind? Like, give they did that on purpose. They were hoping he would die. Give this to Kevin. Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. <laughs> Look, they. It's like, and in, in the second one, they were going. The family was going on vacation to Paris. So, like, they would have gotten to the airport and not realized that his ticket, just like, oh, he's just not there. Like, what? You have, like, eight children. You got to realize. So, all you sh- that is wrong for getting your child. They did have, like, eight children. So, all the voices, you know what I'm saying? It was all like, okay, give this to Kevin. Give the ticket to Kevin. I'm like, wait a minute. Kevin's not here? <laughs> That's not good. At, at some point, you got to think, that's they did thing. it on purpose. You know, that's they like they wanted Kevin to die. I'm that's what I'm thinking. They didn't like Kevin. He was the least favorite of all the kids. And so they just wanted to kill him. And that's like there are three movies. How you leave this man at home three different times? <laughs> three times? They 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 ordered a hit in each movie. They were trying to kill him. That's why these guys were able to break into the house, but Kevin McAllister was able to outsmart them three three times. Parents of the year here. The, and they still went too, and they sure did. Fully without their eight-year-old son. <laughs> okay, question. That's my parents. Number, with me. Huh? I said that's my parents with me. Yeah. And we have they have three three. <laughs> I mean, question number. All my sister, but. Continue. Question number 12. This is not a multiple choice question. According to 1946 Christmas classic, It's a Wonderful Life, what happens every time a bell rings? I've never seen A Wonderful Life, so Really? That's tragic. Yeah. What happens every time the bell gets its wings? Oh, every time a bell rings. I'm going to say an angel gets <laughs> Dang, I don't know where you got that from. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> oh, that's the correct answer, Cheney. I don't know. Wow, that was great. I, said, no, I appreciate it. I was, I was, I was hoping you didn't catch it. I was, I was hoping you wouldn't catch it. Uh, and I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> angel gets, I mean, uh, I've, I think I've heard of that, but I've never, like, I've never seen the movie, so. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it either. It's possible. I don't know. All right, here we go. Question number 13. In the movie Elf, what is the first... uh, This is multiple choice. In Elf, what is the first rule in the Code of Elves? Is it, there's room for everyone on the nice list? The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear? Or treat every day like Christmas? What is the first rule in the Code of Elves? There's room for everyone on the nice list. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. 
or treat every day like Christmas? The second one. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear? Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. That is incorrect. That is the second one. You're fired. No, I'm sorry. That's the third one. I'm sorry. Uh, the order is treat every day like Christmas. There's room for everyone on the nice list. And then the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud. Ruby's fine. Ruby's fine. Every, every time that she's given me an answer has no, been wrong. Listen, You've been wrong. See what happens when you cheat? He does fully walk it like, 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 okay, let's just talk about it for a minute. What was no, going on up there? No, 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 no. What was, what was going on up there in, in, in Santa's workshop? That Buddy the Elf did not realize that someone was showering and that he should not walk into the shower while this girl is in there. Even though she's singing, what were they doing up there at the North Pole? At what point does he not understand, like, showering is a time that's private. You don't get people walking up in your shower. Maybe they don't shower up there because they're all elves. It's not real. You know what I'm saying? But he was not an elf. He was human. But he thought he was. So he just musty? I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> he was just walking around stanking, never taking no shower. That's foul. That's really foul. Yeah. Something like that. I, well, then, I, like the Christmas Chronicles movie says, uh, time in the North Pole is still. So that's why Santa Claus doesn't age. Mm. But he did because he was a baby when he was picked and up in the North Pole and then grew up to a grown behind man. So that movie's wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they got to keep their facts straight out here. What's, what's good with them? All right. You ready for question number 14? Yep. Multiple choice question. What Bing Crosby song is the best-selling Christmas song of all time? Is it Silent Night, Danny Boy, White Christmas, or God Rest You Merry Gentlemen? Uh, White Christmas. Final answer? Sure. That is correct. Appreciate it. I really like that song, too. So It's a great one. It's one of the best. All right, Cheney, last question. Question number 15. Here we go. In Wham's song titled Last Christmas, your favorite, hmm. finish this lyric. Once bitten and twice shy, I keep my distance. Don't you dare give him the answer, Ruby. Okay. Well, considering it's one of my least favorite songs, I don't think I know the lyric. <laughs> Once bitten and twice shy, I keep my distance. Stop. I'm not even going to look. Hammer uh, time. Hammer time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, One second. Say it again. And the time, the time is unexist, uh, uh, un- doesn't exist. Do it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Read it again. Once bitten and twice shy, I keep my distance, but you... Sp- mm-hmm. Oh, uh, last Christmas, I gave you my heart. You're singing the chorus. That's, that's, that's <laughs> I know. I know. That's not how that works. Um, I almost gave you the answer again. I almost sang the whole thing. Um, you should do it. I won't listen. No, that didn't work last time. I can't hear you. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. 
Uh, one more time, one more time. Once bitten and twice shy, I keep my distance. <laughs> yes. Do you recognize me? It's been a year that doesn't surprise me. But you still catch my eye is the next line. I, yeah, I was just, I was going to say it. I know you were because Ruby gave you the answer. Uh, <laughs> Stop the cat. That's what, that's, what, that's what I heard. A little voice. I'm like, oh, that's right. I know she talks with a little voice, Janie, um, <laughs> but that's not, that's not it. <laughs> So, um, Cheney, the good news is you got seven right. I'm sorry. The good news is you got eight right. Three. The bad news is you only got, you know, you you missed seven, and that's lower than the average score. Listen, two lower than the average score, and I had – Three in the McDonald's episode. <laughs> so anything, anything better than that is you're just counting it as a win. I feel you. I get it. I ain't mad at you for it. <laughs> yeah, fifteen. Look real. Come on, it's great. Um, well, Cheney, that was fun. Another good episode of Afro Latinos, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for sticking around. Thank you for your continued support. We literally could not do this without you. We've been doing this thing for almost almost nine months now. Um, and it, it is just getting better and better as every day goes by. So we thank you for your support. We thank you for watching. We thank you, thank you, we thank you, we thank you. And we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Um, we do still have a, an episode of Afro Latinos and Amigos coming out. And we're still deciding whether or not we're going to do a final send-off for the year or whether we're going to take the last week of the year off and just start back in the new year. So we'll let you know. Um, watch the next episode of Afro-Latinos and Amigos to find out what we're doing. Um, as always, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on uh, YouTube at Afro-Latinos. Find our podcast anywhere digital podcasts can be found, such as Apple, Music, or Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, um, Anchor, um, anywhere. What's up? I feel like we should write this down. So it's it just changes like, every time. You know, it's just, you know, it's organic. You know what I'm saying? We don't want it to be scripted every time. It's going to be a little bit different. I mean, um, at least look at it to know, like, oh, yeah, the, you know. You know? We did the first episode and then just kind of won it for the rest yeah. of the episode. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the first episode we scripted very heavily. The first couple episodes we scripted heavily. But then we just kind of went for it and it got a lot i think it's been a lot better so yeah Yeah, but now that would be weird to be like uh follow us uh (laughs) (laughs) so um without further ado thank you everyone for watching uh this has been your co-host alvin and chandler have a great one everybody happy holidays